0: You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is August 27th, 2018. My name is Philip Rostenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Happy to be with you here on a Monday, the beginning of fan week here on Locked On Magic. We're going to start off today by reviewing my uh, reviewing Orlando Magic Daily's list of the top 30 most popular players in Magic history. You'll remember that we talked about some of the uh, best teams in Magic history last year and the best players in Magic history the year before this year. We made our, our yearly wasting time because it's August poll about the most popular players in Magic history, so I'll talk about some of those players. I'm hoping to talk with Aaron Goldstone about his list of the best Play thirty players in Magic history in a cup in the next week or so, um, but like I said, this week is Fan Week, the last full week we have before we begin doing player outlooks, player preview series here, and start ramping back up to five days a week. I'll probably go four days, maybe three days this week, um, and so I'll let Fan Week bleed into next week as well. But essentially, I want your suggestions. I want your uh, recommendations. I want I want you to pitch the show. Tell me what you want me to talk about, what you want me to study, what you want me to look at here on Locked On Magic this week. You can do that, of course, by following me on Twitter at Philip underscore O M D or at Locked On Magic. Send me your suggestions for things we should talk about on the show this week. You might just hear them here. And yeah, I'll do mailbag. Open up the mailbag a little bit. Do a, do a mini mailbag here on the show as well. So send me your mailbag questions as well. I look forward to hearing. All you have to, all your suggestions, which you want to hear on the show. This is Fan Week here on Locked On Magic. It doesn't have to be about this year's Magic team either. About history, Magic history. I know I just watched the 2009 NBA Finals Game Four. Um, Yes, I sat through it again. It it wasn't as bad as watching '95 Game One, Um, but I have I have some renewed thoughts about the 2009 Magic. I'll probably get into a little bit later this week. This is kind of our last chance to really discuss. The fun, frivolous things about the Orlando Magic before we get into the 2019 season, because like I said, my plan is to begin Player Outlook Series, our Player Preview Series, September 6th. If we do a player every single day, leading up, starting September 6th, we will hit Media Day on September 25th with the very last player. So yeah, we are getting... Uh, really, really close. We're one month away from media day and the beginning of training camp. Uh, I know Aaron Gordon's back in town. He tweeted, uh, he Instagrammed out from the uh, from the Orlando City game on Friday. I'm sorry, I had to see that. Um, but um, obviously, uh, obviously, players will start trickling back into town if they're not already here uh, and then begin to uh, prepare for the upcoming season. But before we do get to the fun stuff of the most popular player in Magic history. There's there's no easy way to transition to this, um, but I would be remiss if I did not take a moment uh, to issue offer the only thing I have to offer in this case other than this microphone to, to, to shine a spotlight on it, um, my thoughts and prayers um, to the victims and, and to, to really the community uh, of our friends to the north uh, up in Jacksonville, uh, and, and to the gaming community, uh, uh, the Madden gaming community, as, as well as I know there's some crossover with the 2K League in that as well. Um, my thoughts and prayers uh, to, to the people of Jacksonville, to the people of the Madden community, to, to really all human beings um, after another senseless mass shooting uh, here in the state of Florida. Um, we, we know what happened at Parkland down in Miami in February. Um, we know what happened here in Orlando at Pulse two years ago. Um, there have been a lot more in in the time since, Um, but another high profile, uh, heinous act of violence that that just seems unnecessary. Um, It it is a primary week. Um, I don't want this to be political. Unfortunately, talking about gun violence has become political in this country because nothing seems to get done. I know that the, the law that was passed here in the state of Florida uh, had to do with school safety, but I, I think a lot of us uh, certainly feel that it did not go far enough as far as protecting the citizens of the state and and trying to curb uh, really an epidemic that that even the, I think even some some medical studies have shown is an epidemic of violence across the country, um, and certainly even that law seems to be willing to put more guns into schools in, in a quote unquote protection protectionary manner, um, but. It's hard to say that that's actually going to solve the problem. Uh, again, I don't want to make anything political. I can only encourage you to uh, take elections seriously, to go to the polls if you are registered as a Republican or a Democrat um, in Tuesday's primary. I know there are some, some I voted already, I early voted, um, but there are several big races going on in the state of Florida this week. Um, the D- The Democrats and the Republicans will be picking their nominee for governor, as as our current governor is is, move- is uh, term limited out. Um, the Orange County mayor, uh, a really big position as well, um, is also on the ballot. If if the winner gets more than fifty percent of gets fifty percent plus one of the vote they win. If not, they'll go to a runoff in November. They're replacing Teresa Jacobs, who really did a fantastic job as mayor over the last eight years, but she is also term limited out as well. And of course, I, I would highly encourage you, if you're unable to vote this week, this Tuesday, um, be sure to vote in November's midterm elections. Uh, again, Florida state governor is on the ballot. Uh, Florida state senator is also on the ballot. Uh, you got your typical House of Representatives state house of representatives and orange county mayor as well as orange county sheriff on the ballot too so a lot of big 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 choices for the people of the state of florida to make um you know again there is a connection i'm sorry there is a connection between the decisions we make at the polls and events and things that happen in jacksonville happening again um because it's it's happened again and again and again and again and again in this state um, and it doesn't seem like anyone is able to do anything about it. And, and that's that's frankly on our leaders. That's, that's frankly on our elected officials to do something uh, different. And, and frankly, they've chosen not to. Um, you know, uh, Governor Rick Scott sat here after Pulse and said, we're going to make sure this never happens again. And, and certainly nothing has happened to the scope of Pulse, but it happened again in Parkland. It happened again in Orlando before Parkland um, at, at an office building. It happened actually at the WWE performance uh, near the WWE performance center as well. If I'm not mistaken, it, mistaken uh, since Pulse, um, it happened at Parkland. It happened now in Jacksonville. And um, all I have to offer is this microphone to shine a light on it. Uh, uh, and and of course my you know of course the the, the well worn phrase that that just feels empty at this point, but you know may have some meaning to some people. Uh, my thoughts and prayers. Um, I'm sure locked on jaguars will have a little bit more to say on what happened within the jacksonville community um but again uh I have, n- I, I, I have nothing but my deepest sympathies for everyone in jacksonville obviously not to the scale of that's happened here in orlando but these major events scar a city they they make they they do they really do and and it's not fair and it's not right that this is something that we have to think about and deal with in our daily lives and the most important thing we can do right now is to say this is not. We're not going to allow this to become normal. When stuff like this happens, we will, we will do something. We will make change. We will we will prevent the next one from happening because there shouldn't be a next one. You shouldn't, you shouldn't go to a, a video game tournament uh, to go watch people play Madden. Something that brings people a lot of joy um, at the end of the day. I mean yeah you rage quit a lot when you play online sometimes but you're doing it for joy or, and, and, and your enjoyment and fun and when, when there's a the prospect of violence at these events uh, and, and death it, it's not right. It's absolutely not right. It's, it's, it's unacceptable as a society that, that we've allowed this to become normal and I'm sorry if that sounds political. It's not And if it is political, something's wrong with our politics. That 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 saying that people dying in these mass shootings over and over and over again is normal is is an accepted fact of life. It's not, and I'm sorry, it's not a fact of life. I'm tired of it. Uh, You know, I I'll bring a personal note. My mom. I took a photo of myself wearing my Orlando shirt after after Pulse. Um, and my mom commented that you seem angry and uh, angry in this photo. And I said, "You're not. How are you not angry that this that something like this happened to our community? I'm sure people in Jacksonville are feeling the same. I'm sure the people in Park. I mean, certainly the people in Parkland felt the same uh, with with the March for Our Lives movement going on and, and and continuing to go on. And 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 there's bound to be more protest here entering the election season. Um, but." It, 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 this this stuff does make me angry because this is not how normal life should be. I, I we shouldn't have to cover. We shouldn't have to even think that this is happening. It should be unthinkable that this happens, and unfortunately, it's becoming everyday news. and And that's that's unacceptable to me. So I, I apologize for going longer on this than I wanted to, but um, I felt like I feel like it's necessary to say this. And and again, my thoughts and prayers with the people in Jacksonville. With with the Madden community, uh, with with really every with all human beings that that, that we're allowing this to happen, and um, you know I hope those that are injured are okay. I hope that you know. I hope that whatever comfort the families of, of the deceased can find, they they can find as as they mourn the loss, the senseless loss of of people they love. Um, it's 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 not right that this is this continues to happen, and and. It's not. It's just not right. I'm sorry. Again, there's no easy way to transition to that. I I would highly suggest and 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 say to listen to Locked On Jaguars. Um, not only will they cover the Jacksonville Jaguars and their preseason win over the Atlanta Falcons, uh, including the, the the big injury to Marcus Lee, but I'm sure they'll also provide some commentary and some local perspective on what happened on Sunday up in Jacksonville at the Jacksonville Landing. Um, I have a soft spot for Jacksonville. I, I interned there for a, a summer. I, I think it gets a bad rap. Um, it, it, it is a very, very good city. And and so I'm, I'm truly heartbroken that, that this happened to, to, to the people of that city. But on that note, let's try and shift gears. Let's try and get happy. Let's try and, and get um, excited uh, for... Our list of the top 30 most popular players in Orlando Magic history. I'm not gonna go through all 30, that would take forever. I am gonna go through the top 10 players, top 10 most popular players in Orlando Magic history. Just first, a word about the methodology. Like I have in the past, I first polled the Orlando Magic Daily staff. I asked them the simple question Who is the most, rank your top 15 most popular players in Magic history? I submitted my list. The rest of the Orlando Magic Daily staff submitted their list. I went top fifteen because I found it a little difficult to get all the way to thirty. I was starting to stretch for names, and when I'm starting to stretch for names, that's a little bit of a problem. So I, I wanted to see what other pe- I wanted to kind of keep the list very tight um, and see what na- other names pop up and 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 how that de- that develops. Um, I left popular intentionally vague. Um, I, I wanted I didn't want to you know a lot of the writers a, a lot of the writers asked me. Uh, what do you mean by popular? And I uh, do you mean national pop, the national relevance and popularity? Do you mean fan popularity? Do you mean popular today? Do you mean popular back then? And my answer to that question was yes. Um, I left it intentionally vague. I wanted to capture this all of that sense, everything about this 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 notion and nature. Of popularity, what makes a player truly popular? It's, it, to me, it's both a resonance through history. You know, how do we remember this player? Do we think fondly of this player? Um, it's a, it's a, it's about, you know, how the player was when he played with the team. How we remember him? Um, what maybe he was nationally? The impact of him nationally on on the zeitgeist of the NBA. Um, and so I wanted to capture all of this, and so I left it intentionally vague. My list. Um, which I may go into a little bit later on in the week. I, I'm, I'm planning to write something on it. My list is heavy on the 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 guy, the unsung heroes of the team. I didn't vote Shaquille O'Neal number one. I didn't vote Penny Hardaway number one. I didn't vote any of the stars number one. I, you know, I'll actually look at my ballot right now. Um, the the All Star that finished the highest in my poll was Jameer Nelson at number two. He was an All Star. After him, I have Penny at five. I intentionally, like my list was, I took it as who was, who's just the most popular player? Who do, who do fans, like true fans, like the most? Other people took it a different direction. Um, every other person um, on the Orlando Magic Daily staff voted for a player who is in the Mount Rushmore for the Magic. Um, in fact, um, everyone except one other person voted Shaquille O'Neal as the top guy on their list as the most popular player in Magic history, and you know I wouldn't say Shaq is the most popular player in Magic history anymore, um, but he's the guy that that's probably the most popular internationally among Magic players. And so I, I I think that that definition fits really really well. Um, after that, after I took the fan, after I took the uh, the, the staff vote, I wanted to. Th- this is popularity, and so it is about the fans. It is about. The fans getting their voice heard and, and getting an opportunity to 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 say who do we like the best, who is our favorite player, and so I then submit you know opened it up to the to the fans on Twitter and I asked for fan nominations. Who I asked the question to them, who are the most popular players in Magic history? And I just said throw names out there, and I just want to know who who people thought on the list, and and so I. Began collecting submissions from them and, and and seeing okay who you know what do what do the fans think and and I used wanted to use this I ended up turning it into a submission itself whoever got the most nominations would get the first place votes and so on and so forth um, but I I wanted to use this also to set up my Twitter poll from there I seated all the players pretty much based on the standings as they stood at that time so that 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 was the methodology of the Twitter poll and then I asked. A series of polls over the course of several days, with the winner advancing to the next poll. Who is the most popular among these magic players? Um, from there, from there, you know, I tallied that up. You know, we had the polls. Um, the winner of the poll was the winner of the poll. Got the first place votes. You know, ordered them in the standings based on their, uh, based on how they finished in the in the poll. And again, that's another vote in the coffer. I also then. Asked the subreddit community to submit their lists um, because I, I, I know them to be a pretty passionate Magic fan base. I wanted their direct input as well to give the fans another voice, a little bit more weight on the fan side as well. I tallied their votes up and then added them to the list as well. And that's how we got to this list of 30 players. You can find this list on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. I'll also post a link up on the Facebook page at Locked On Magic. So let's. Dive into the top 10. Number 10 is a guy that I had much higher, a guy that that I really, really like, and and a guy that I think is absolutely, hands down, one of the most popular players in Magic history. Number 10 and number 9 really can go together, and so I'll put them together right now. Number 10 is Bo Outlaw. Guy who couldn't score much, couldn't really do much besides besides defend. Um... Had some decent positional versatility, could play the three, could play the four, was a good defender, just kind of a wiry guy um, who could rebound. There's not much to say about Bo Outlaw on the basketball court, except he had just the best grin in the world, biggest grin in the world, Uh, and he was just a guy who hustled and and, and played his, his butt off every single night. What he lacked in basketball skill, he made up for in true grit and determination, and fans just fell in love with him. There's a reason he is still a community ambassador for this team. He is someone that fans just... He had to be part of this organization. He's just so beloved by everyone in the organization. And Bo Outlaw is very much... Honestly, very much you can just describe him and define him as the Orlando Magic. It's everything that's great about the Orlando Magic. Um, He... I, I, I really can't speak highly enough about him. I mean, he he wasn't the greatest player in the world. You know, if you told a non-Magic fan that Bo Outlaw was one of your favorite players, they'd look at you funny. Um, you know, they it, it is something He's a guy that's just special to Orlando. That no one else really knows. Like putting him on the all-time Magic team on NBA 2K that probably made the Magic one of the worst teams in 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 the NBA 2K. I don't believe that. I'm having a hard time beating them on on domination. But Bo Outlaw was just so much fun. There's really no other way to describe it. He was just so much fun. And he enjoyed every minute he was on the court. Almost as much as his running buddy, Daryl Armstrong. The Magic plucked Daryl Armstrong really out of obscurity. He was a guy that was playing in Greece, was was playing all over the place when he joined the Magic in 1995 and, and really made his mark wearing oversized, beige suits during the Magic's finals run. This was a guy that was just full of energy and full of enthusiasm about the game. And when he finally got his opportunity to play in the 1996 season and really more in the 1997 season, you could really see why the Magic brought him in, kept him, and and, and eventually gave him the reins of the team. The guy just was a spark plug on the floor. He, I mean... He and Bo Outlaw defined perhaps the most popular favorite team in Magic history, the 1999-2000 Heart and Hustle team. They were the centerpieces. They made that team go. They were the guys that just, they they were going to stay in Orlando, number one. They weren't going anywhere. When everyone else on the team seemed expendable. But they just played with so much energy and so much heart all the time that you couldn't help but love them. Daryl Armstrong took pride in his floor burns. He would show them off to the media after games. Um, you know, he just he made so many big shots. I mean, he really endeared himself with his seller defense on Tim Hardaway in games three, four, and, and to some extent five in the 1997 playoffs. Armstrong is just, just an absolutely beloved character in Magic history. You know, he's coaching with the Mavericks right now, but I'm sure Magic fans would love to see him back in Orlando just as much as Bo Outlaw. Number eight on the list was 3D Dennis Scott. Dennis Scott, absolutely one of the most popular players in Magic history. Um, well deserved here as well. Um, he, you know, made the three pointer what it is. There is no three point revolution without Dennis Scott. Um, that's that's a favorite phrase of Rick Camelis to say almost, or to you know it, almost, uh, you know, in, in synopsis. Um, but it wasn't just that he was a great three point shooter. Dennis Scott is just a funny dude. What what you see. With him on NBA TV today is exactly how he was as a 20-year-old. Um, it was exactly how he was with Shaquille O'Neal when they were running buddies. The guy just enjoys life. Uh, he's just he's just a fun, fun guy, and and making threes and, and and kind of being on the avant-garde of of using that as a weapon. Um, just endures him more. Just makes him more lovable and more enjoyable um, uh, over the course, over everything else. Um, I, I I I love Dennis Scott eight. Feels low to me, um, but just who doesn't love Dennis Scott? Three D, 3D, Three D's still the man. Three D, you're the man. We love you. Um, so just, just absolute fun. Number six on the list was our number seven on the list. Excuse me, was Hito Turkaloo. Hito Turkaloo, uh, obviously such a huge part of the Magic's 2009 Finals run. I'll admit to this. On this list there is a fair amount of recency bias and, and I think that top 10 is fairly comfortable like that those 10 guys, absolutely those 10 guys are the 10. Um, you can rank order them however you want. Um, but Keto Turkaloo still beloved by by magic fans. Um, I, I, I don't think they just so appreciative of how he stepped his game up in the 2009 playoffs, hit so many big shots over the course of his career with the Orlando Magic. Um, a lot of fans, honestly, still regret letting him go after the 2009 season, even if financially and, and, and looking at how his career turned out after that 2009 season, it was the absolute right decision. But Turkaloo was a 6'10 point guard for the Magic in 2009. He was the primary playmaker and a guy that just had such good chemistry with Dwight Howard and 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 from, you know, Dante and Galante doing what he, what did Hito say and, uh, you know, Everyone knew that he had kind of this jokey personality, if if they could just understand him through that thick accent. Um, but but Turkle was Turkoglu was again just just a fun guy, and I think that's something that that you'll see common theme here throughout this list is the guys that endear themselves to magic fans are the guys who play hard, work hard, and have fun doing it. Aren't too serious. Aren't too you know know how to put on a show on the floor. Know how to put on a show in the locker room, almost, um, and guys that just that that aren't you know going to take everything too seriously. That I think Magic fans really like guys that have personality, that play hard but have personality, and, and Daryl certainly did. You can you can go look at some of the commercials that he did with Bo. Um, you know he would drink a cup of coffee at half before the game. Another one at halftime. Dude was over caffeinated. That's that's why he had so much energy all the time. Um, but. Those are the guys that endure themselves to Magic fans, I think, and that's why number six, unsurprisingly, is Dwight Howard. Um, say what you want about Dwight Howard, six feels high for him for me, um, with how things ended, uh, and I think there's still a fair amount of Magic fans who take pleasure in, in Dwight's struggles right now. That's going to go away in time, as, as I think the rest of this list will show, um, or the rest of the way the rest of our list uh, panned out. Um, that's going to go away with time. Bottom line is, Dwight Howard is is one of the best players in, in Magic history. When he was here, he was probably the most popular player the Magic have ever seen. A guy that um, everyone, I mean, the way everyone begged him to stay. Um, they thought that he was, everyone thought that he was going to be here forever. That he wasn't going anywhere. That he was um, just going to be the guy that led the team to a championship, number one. And number two... Wouldn't abandon Orlando the way that Shaquille O'Neal did, the way that Tracy McGrady did, um, and unfortunately, you know, I think that's why it stung so much when he left. Is it? Is it felt like, you know, we raised you, we love you, you know, we're, you know, we we don't care about, you know, all those other things, um, but. He still won I mean, and I don't blame him for leaving. Uh, both from a basketball standpoint and from a maturity standpoint. Even, if, even if you know it was clear that hey, yeah, your best chance to win is going to be here. But if you need to go somewhere else to figure that out, you'll figure that out. Um, but I think opinions are starting to soften on Dwight. It's, we're now obviously at the ten year anniversary of the Magic's two thousand nine finals run, um, and, and yeah, it's 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 you know. Good to look back at those days and remember just how good he was. Um, one of the best, again, one of the best players in Magic history, bar none, hands down. Um, you know, you go watch him play; he was so such a force defensively, um, and, and he just, you know, again, the joy of the game. Dwight just loved being out, loved just playing, and loved, you know, being with his teammates. Um, you know, I, I think he's. Honest about that, that 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 you know when he was smiling on the court, people criticized him for it. But that was just Dwight, and and I think that endeared him to Magic fans again. They they want guys who look like they're having fun, that enjoy the game, that enjoy Orlando, and and Dwight really did. I really think Dwight enjoyed his time here. It it, it ended on a poor note for sure, um, but Dwight was was obviously just a huge force in Orlando during honestly the best run in Magic history. I mean Dwight Howard. Is the centerpiece of the best run in Magic history from 2000, uh, 2008 to, to two thousand twelve or two thousand eleven, if you if you will, um, the best the best stretch in Magic history. You know, getting out of the first round three straight years, uh, something the Magic have never had never done before. Um, getting to the finals, getting to the conference finals again. You know, the way he was just a tour de force, um, and again, just just a, a really popular player in his time here. I think as time moves on, you know, certainly once he retires and he's inducted into the Hall of Fame, um, Magic fans will will show an appreciation for Dwight Howard just like they they did with some of the other players uh, coming up on this list. Number five, though, is definitely a guy that I think deserves to be number five, deserves to be in this spot, deserves to be ahead of Dwight Howard, Um, should be one of the most popular players, even if... There's still a, a fair amount of people who criticize him or criticize Stane Van Gundy at least for playing him during the 2009 finals. But uh, number, f- number five on our list of the most popular players in Magic history is Jameer Nelson. Um, guy, He played almost as many years in Orlando as Nick Anderson, a guy who's coming up on this list in just a bit. Um, But he was, you know, someone again. Scrappy player overcame the odds, I and mean, his height was a huge issue. It's why he slipped to number twenty, despite winning the college basketball player of the year. And he baited himself into an all-star in two thousand nine. He was named to the NBA All-Star team. He was not just an all-star; he was he was just reliable, a, a good leader, just a good guy to have. Um, You know, if you've interacted with Jameer Nelson at all at any point, you know what a good guy he is. Just just uh, you know, one of just one of my favorite people in the world. I mean, he had a great sense of humor. Not afraid to to crack a joke. Um, again, guy who just didn't, you know you could tell he enjoyed playing. Like like he took his job seriously. He took winning seriously. He wanted to win. He wanted to compete. But you know he'll have a good time doing it too. And 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 Jameer Nelson obviously endeared himself with how he stayed with the Magic after Dwight Howard left. How he tried to lead the Magic after Dwight Howard left. Um, and, and, and you know, put in good work. I mean, really loved Orlando. I mean, I think if, and now, especially now that Rob Hennigan's gone, if the Magic offered him a one-year contract, you know, come, hey, come lead our guys. Come uh, provide some veteran leadership. You know, if he it wasn't interested in chasing for a championship, which I, you know, go chase your championship, Jameer. Um, I, I think Orlando would love to have him. He probably doesn't fit what Jeff Weltman wants to do right now um, with, with the length thing, but... Um, Jameer was was just a just a really good guy and 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 extremely popular. I mean, there are, there are two Mr. Magics. I think two guys, or really maybe three guys, that define the essence of being an Orlando Magic player. Jameer Nelson and Daryl Armstrong are probably two of them. The other one I would say is our number four player, Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson, of course the original Magic player, drafted with the 11th overall pick in the 1989 NBA draft. Um, this is a guy that didn't know where Orlando was on a map, didn't even know Orlando had a team. They were an expansion team when he was drafted there. Yet, we're sitting here 30 years later, 30 years after that, and it. I'm sorry, Nick, it's been 30 years, but but yeah, that that a lot has happened then. Um, sitting here 30 years later, and Nick Anderson is still here. Nick Anderson is still an important part of this franchise, a connection to its past as, as a community lia- liaison, someone fans still absolutely love. A guy guy that, you know, you can't take the magic out of him. Like, that, that guy bleeds magic blue and black. Um, I remember reading an article shortly after he retired where he was, you know, he told the Orlando Sentinel, I want the magic to hire me. I want to go work for the magic. And, and it was shortly after that article came out. That he became the community ambassador and community liaison, and it, it was just a perfect fit because, to me, no player is the Orlando Magic like Nick Anderson. Um, no player represents everything that's good about this organization, this franchise, like Nick Anderson. Um, I I voted him number one on my list. I, I have no, I I'll reveal I reveal that readily. I think he is the most popular player in Magic history because of that loyalty because. Um, of his loyalty to the team as much as as the fans' loyalty to him. Um, There have been some Magic fans or uh, NBA fans who were surprised that Nick Anderson was so high on this popular list and said, oh, he missed the free throws. And I was like, no one in Orlando cares about that. No one in Orlando thinks of Nick Anderson as missing the free throws. Everyone remembers Nick Anderson as as creating the, the best moment in Magic history when he stole the ball from Michael Jordan. Everyone remembers that Nick Anderson was... The, the first player to, to, to really that we could call our own and that he embraced this city and, and, and really took on a role that made those 90s teams better. Um, but he was a big part of those teams and, and just a big part of the spirit of those teams. Um, you know, my, the, the, the most, to me, aside from the steal from Michael Jordan, the most iconic moment of the 95 Finals was when Nick Anderson hit a big shot. Pacers call timeout, and Nick Anderson is just fist pumping, and then he, you know, kind of slaps the slaps the floor. I mean, I I, I would do that all the time, time because because you could just you could just tell the emotion uh, from Nick uh, in those moments, and, and and even being being around the Amway Center now, you know, Nick just just loves everything about this team, and and again, Nick Anderson just bleeds Magic Blue, and and, and he was popular because he was a great player for Orlando. Um, He's also popular because um, he's still part of this team. He he hasn't left. He's been here for virtually all 30 years. Um, I think one of the more interesting debates that Magic fans have um, is about Jersey retirement. And I remember when Jameer Nelson, or when Dwight Howard passed Nick Anderson for the all-time scoring lead in Magic history. And I was not on the retire Nick Anderson's jersey boat before that. I was like, you know, we've got the Hall of Fame. That's where Nick Anderson should go. You know, save jersey retirement for the really big names. But, you know, after Dwight passed Nick Anderson there, after Nick Anderson, I think his ga- I think he's no longer the leader in, in games played either. After all that, after Nick Anderson lost kind of his place in the record books as, as the number one guy, you know, I've begun to think, you know, Magic fans need to know who Nick Anderson is. Magic fans need to know what this man has done for this organization. And I, I like the Hall of Fame idea. I, I wish they'd presented a little bit better, but outside of the big four names, um, you know, and, and obviously Dwight's not retired yet, but there are really there' are really three jerseys that sh- there're there are really four jerseys that should be retired. Immediately, If the Magic decided to start retiring jerseys, there are four jerseys that need to go up to the rafters as quickly as possible. Shaquille O'Neal, obviously. Tracy McGrady, obviously. Both in the Hall of Fame. I would put up Anthony Hardaway's jersey as well for his contributions to the team. And then I would put up... And, but honestly, before I put up any of those jerseys, I put up Nick Anderson's. Because like I said, Nick Anderson is the Orlando Magic. He, he, he bleeds blue and black uh, of this team. Um, it, it Everything this team does matters to him. And so, I'd want to see his jersey up in the rafters. I'd want to see him respected in that way. Um, especially as a way to tell younger fans who who didn't get to see him play, who don't know who he is, as a way to get those fans to say, that man represents everything that's good about this club. He was... Drafted to be the star. He accepted a role a lesser role. He continued to play through and, and, and really struggled through adversity with grace. Um, that man is this franchise and, and and you know, I don't know if the Magic will ever retire jerseys. Um I, I think they're retiring jerseys is a silly thing. Um I think people take it a little too seriously, Um, but if the Magic were to decide to retire jerseys, Nick Anderson's first, period, full stop. Nick Anderson goes first. He went first into the Hall of Fame, as he deserved to. He is first to the rafters. I think even someone as proud as Shaq would agree with that. Number three on our list, predictably though, um, um, you know, seeing that we were doing a fan vote and and, and lots of other uh, lots of other things that I do think have some recency bias, the top three guys are part of that big four players that we talk about as the best players in Magic history. Number three was Penny Hardaway. I think this was a controversial way for this poll to go. Penny did win the fan vote uh, on the Twitter poll. Um, he, he did get a lot of a lot of recognition um, as well. Really popular player in his time, of course, with the, with the with the little penny ad. Um, his popularity might have honestly been one of the reasons Shaq left to begin with, as as there's apparently some budding heads between the two, um, as 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 kind of young egos grew. Um, but you know, go back and watch. If you have never seen, a, I mean, there are people who've never seen Penny Hardaway play. If you go back and watch Penny Hardaway play, he was an electric, amazing player. It was it was such a joy to watch him play. Um, everyone wanted to be like him. Uh, and it was, you know, I, I, I really can't describe it any other way as other than to say, Penny was just a joy to watch. Penny was an absolute joy to watch. and and the more you got to watch him, the the better, honestly. Um, you really could not complain um about Penny Hardaway. Um, you know, he 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 played hard and and his body broke down, unfortunately, but he was such a a great player, such a unique player. Put the magic over the top, of course, as far as a playoff team. Um, but just, just such a unique player, um, you know. Again, guy who, who burned really, really bright early, and then and then unfortunately faded too quickly. The top two guys, I think, um, the way our list came out, I wanted to be um, uh, 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 honest to the to the process. Um, Penny probably should be number one on this list. I'll, I'll fully admit that. Um, Penny was my favorite player growing up because everyone wanted to be point guard, um, but. Um, Penny was my favorite player growing up. I I am not against Penny being number one. I think people who say Penny should be number one, you're right. Penny should probably be number one if if it's not going to be Nick Anderson. Um, But our top two guys are guys who left on some bad terms, but I think history and time have healed some wounds and and now everyone loves them again. Uh, Tracy McGrady finished number two. Best score in Magic history, obviously, when he was in Orlando. Um, Even though the team stunk, uh, he was dynamic, Made national attention, you know, had the big shoe deal, um, the uh, national shoe deal. Still does with Adidas, actually. Um, he was fantastic in, in every way, and 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 you know, T Mac was the player that I grew up watching uh, when I came of age as a basketball fan. Um, really became cognizant of okay, what's really going on here on the basketball court. Um, T Mac, you know, gave you something to watch every time he went to to the game, uh, and extremely popular as a local guy he's become extremely popular kind of in the same way penny has because uh of youtube you can go back and watch his highlights and it's just like this guy was just so good like that there was there's there's no player like this guy he just made everything look so 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 easy uh and that's again that's something that you know just just something you've never seen before uh and he did it with such grace and style and and I think people forgiven McGrady for for how things ended because they know that that really was a lot for an office at the time that that kind of drove him away um you know going to the Hall of Fame you know going to the Hall of Fame I wasn't expecting this but when he did his Hall of Fame speech last year I was I was tearing up a little bit it was it made me so happy to see Tracy McGrady in the Hall of Fame because he was just so much fun to watch like he I mean he's such a big part of me growing up as a basketball fan and and, and I I really appreciated um, watching him play and, and, and him being in Orlando, being you know in in, in his hometown, essentially, to, to, to play those games. So really happy for, for McGrady, definitely deserved to be number two. But number one guy on our list is Shaquille O'Neal. Why Shaquille O'Neal? Why Shaq number one, aside from the fact that he got all his votes? Certainly at the time, certainly in the moment, Shaquille O'Neal was an international superstar uh, in a way that no other figure in Orlando, to except for Mickey Mouse, had been. Shaq is probably going to go down. I you know I don't think this is crazy to say. Shaq will probably go down as one of the most important Central Floridians in history. You could go Walt Disney. Um, Doctor F- you know Doctor Phillips did a lot of a uh, lot of uh, 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 charitable work in in town, but. Outside of Walt Disney, no one person probably put Orlando on the national map, made people nationally cognizant of the city of Orlando, of central Florida, like Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal was an international sensation from the moment he stepped onto an NBA court. And he did that in a magic uniform. Just just really think about that. You know, think about what Orlando was like before Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, we had an NBA team, but... That was a risk for the NBA. No one knew what Orlando was going to be. Orlando just had Disney. And then Shaquille O'Neal came along and changed everything. Changed everything about this city. Changed what we could believe this city could achieve. And maybe that's putting a lot on Shaquille O'Neal because eventually he left. It wasn't very long. It was four years. And eventually he left and it hurt and I think this, I honestly think the city suffered a little bit of an identity crisis when he left. Certainly the team did. Everyone was trying to get that high again, that, that, that rush of victory, of mattering on the national stage. But Shaq put Orlando on the map. And so it certainly has that popularity in the moment. And he got booed incessantly for, for several years after he left. But, like all things, time has healed all wounds. And Shaq is beloved again in Orlando, and I think everyone appreciates what he did for this franchise and, and, and the four years that we did get with him. And that he is probably the best player in Magic history, if not one of the two best players in Magic history. And so, like I said, people who think Penny is number one, you're right. I put Nick number one. I'm probably a little bit right, too. People who put Shaq number one, and Shaq winning our most popular player in Magic history, they're not wrong either. Shaq was damn good. Not only in Orlando uh, as a player, but as an impactor in the Central Florida region. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Like us on Facebook at Locked on Magic and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr-omd. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, including a look back, at the 2009 NBA Finals. It is the 10-year anniversary of the 2009 NBA Finals. Check out orlandomagicdaily.com. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter, at omagicdaily. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode. Remember, it is Fan Week, so submit your suggestions for what we should talk about here on the podcast. I'll take them all this week. I'll take your mailbag questions. We'll answer some mailbag questions maybe later on in the week or early next week as we get set for Grant Hill's Hall of Fame induction as well as the beginning of player previews coming up in the next week. But until then, I want to thank you all again for listening for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic. This has been Philip Rostenreich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.